out among us. But Lord, let there be healing to all our flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, there was a bit of a uh, towing and throwing as we walked in. We found out that uh, poor old Barry's uh, trailer got nicked. They ripped down the fence at the back. They lifted it over the fence. Uh, and it was out here. I was doing the mowing yesterday, so I know it was there. So I'm going to pray for these people. Because we're, we're in a state of lawlessness. And Father, I pray now, bless these people. Lord, bless them. And I pray, Father, let your spirit convict them. Father, I pray, let you touch their hearts and their lives, that they will come and recognize who you are. But Lord, they have been on holy ground. This is your ground. So I pray now, Lord, break out amongst those men who have stolen. But Lord, you will not let this go unjudged. But Father, I pray that these men will turn to your mercy rather than to your justice. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now, I know some of you have got to leave early, um, but I, I really felt on my heart, this is what the Lord wanted me to bring. Um, there, you, can, you can probably go into a Christian bookshop and there'll be more uh, books about this than any other subject on the shelves. And it's about healing. It's about healing. Now, many of us in this place, you know, are involved in the healing rooms and praying for people's healing. But I want to show you another route because um, as you know that I am praying and I'm contending for, and I'm fighting for a new knee. But I don't just want a new knee. I want a new body. Because the word says that he will renew our strength. He will lift me, enable me to run and not grow weary. Now, that is either a, um, a figurative or it's literal. Now, the more I get into the Bible, it's literal. I believe that he has destined us to run so that we don't grow weary. You know, when Caleb can turn around to the Lord at 84 years old and say, Father, I thought, well, not Father, but Lord, I thank you because I am as strong now at 84 years old as I was when I was 40. And you've got to, you've got to see that, that Caleb was a fighter. He was the SAS of the Israeli uh, army. He was a tough dude. You know, he just had to come walking down the street and it would, the street would clear. He was sent to do the Lord's work. And this is a man that had strength put into him. How many of us need some strength? Here's a question. How many of us need a miracle? That's, that's over half the church. Over half the church. I believe that there is going to be a time, and I believe we're moving into it now, that the, the, the people of God that know their God and love him with all of their hearts and follow him and obey him, I believe that we're in a time now that not one of us will be feeble. Because it's the law of first mention. If he took two and a half million people out of, of 70 years of slavery, there were some feeble people amongst them. They had been beaten, they had been whipped, and they had been worked, literally to death. And yet God put supernatural power in them so that not one feeble walked out into that desert. Not one feeble was among them. So if that's the law of first mention, he can do it again. But what about doing it here? We've got these, these things, you know, I believe in miracles. Place of miracles, you know. And, but we see very little miracles breaking out. Why? Why? And I want to show you something that I hope, because it's getting into me, you know, I, I have contended for every day for about the last six weeks for a new knee. I know as many of you prayed for my knee, my, my knee. I'm getting breakthrough. I believe I'm getting breakthrough. But I want to share with you and I want to take you on my journey because I'm going to come straight from the Word of God because it says that, that, that our faith, you know, and I'll talk about our faith because when Jesus walked into a town, he didn't say to the town or to the person, because of your lack of faith, I'm not going to heal you. He didn't say that. And that's a misconception. If anybody says to me, oh, they haven't got enough faith for it, I will kick their butts. Because that makes me angry. Yeah, absolutely. With a new, new, new knee where I can 
get a little bit more force because there's more strength of God in it. There's more of God in my foot. But no, I'm serious because it's not down to their faith, it's down to yours. It's down to your faith. And how many people want to increase their faith? I do. Because I'm telling you now, this word is going to be living in you. This word is going to set you on fire for healing. Because it says that, that I mean, we, know, we understand very, very, very little about the word of God. But it says this in Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. So we're not to judge things by what we see, we're to judge things by what we see in the realm of the Spirit. So I don't see myself as crippled with this. You know, when, when, I have a, when the doctor says to me, you've got acute arthritis or whatever, I can't remember the long name he gave. I just said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I'm not accepting that. I'm not having it on my body. And he says, I need a new knee. But Father, you can say something different. Yes? And it's not just this knee. It's going to go on to the other knee. But I refuse to accept it. I refuse it in Jesus' name. Because it's the things yet unseen. So... How do we get our faith? How do we get our faith? I, I love this verse. It's probably one of my, my favourite. Romans 12, verse 1, 2. But I want to go to the end of this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, there's the mercy of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy, acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable act of service. And do not be conformed any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of what? Your mind. You've got to renew your mind. You cannot go with what you see or even what you feel. I've been in incredible pain this week where it's kept me awake, but I had breakthrough. Yesterday, I worked my socks off with very little pain. I feel no pain now. Because why? Because I'm preaching the word. I'm preaching the word. But listen, it goes on. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what that is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. It's the perfect will of God to heal you. The perfect will of God. And you are to accept it and approve what God's will is for you. So where does all this come from? Well, we know where it comes from. You know, I know that there are people up there praying, you know, God kill them. You know, but their God is Satan. Satan kill them. There are witches' covens up there. You know, I had a dream about it this week. You know, and God gave me a, you know, a word. But here it goes. Serve God with spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. It says, ask for these gifts. So if you want a gift of healing, ask for it. But we don't just need a gift of healing. We can all heal. We can all heal. That is our mandate. I've preached on this. This is the mandate of the church. Is to, is, is what is the kingdom of God? Is to bring the kingdom of God down on earth. And I don't care what you are suffering with. You know, it says there is nothing that God can't do in your body and my body. Nothing. But you know what? He is wanting us to walk this out. Why? So we have authority over it. If we have authority over it, then guess what? We have authority. And we can more, and we get more, and more, and more, and more. The more that we act this out, the more that we get. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one of us a measure of faith. Now, there is that word measure. Measure is, it can be a little or it can be a lot. What's your measure of faith? You know, and, and my faith, I mean, I, I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen the cripples walk. I've seen deaf eels break open. I have seen cancer literally fall off people's bodies. And I, I've told you the story, I've seen it. I've just, where this woman just has this lump and it's, it's, it's a 
pussy, horrible, stinking blob on her chest. And the Lord says, put your hand on it, Andy, and you will feel it melt, and this is the words, like sugar in a teacup. And I put my, I asked her to put her hand on, on her chest there, and I just put my hand on her chest. And I just said, Lord, heal her now in the name of Jesus. And the lump just went, shump. And there was not even a scar on her chest. And do you know what she did? I mean, I, she, she went, yay, I've been healed. And ran around the stage, you know, bearing everything. You know, and we had to say, cover yourself up, you know. You know. But she was, she was excited. She'd been healed. That's the, the power of God. They haven't got the NHS. They haven't got, you know, a doctor that they can go to and, and they, they get free whatever. We do. But you know what? We depend upon that more than we depend upon God's medicine. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about God's medicine. If you go to the doctor and you, you've got an infection, he'll give you antibiotics. How many times do you have to take those antibiotics? A day? Twice? Three times a day? Well, I've been taking God's medicine three times a day. In fact, I've been probably taking it more. I've been cramming it into me. But you see... I want to talk to you about this living word of God. It's living. Because when God said, let there be, how did he say, let there be? With words. There is power in words. And the word of God, there is such power. And it says in John, in John the first chapter of John, verse 1, that the word was God. It was with God. And it became flesh through Jesus. It's a living word. So why aren't we taking the living word of God and putting it into us and making our bodies strong and healthy? It's an eternal word. It says, for in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. He. So now we're addressing a person. He was with God. Who's the he? It's the word. Jesus became the word in flesh. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made. And in him was life, and was the light of the men. And the light shines in darkness, as darkness cannot be comprehended. Because when we have the word, it will shine out. It's living. It's living in us and on us. How many people want to be free? I want to be free. I want 2020 vision. I don't want to, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm contending for Barry's hearing because I believe the word of God. And we're going to see miracles. We're going to see people being healed today. I don't want to wait for tomorrow, but your healing will start today. Your healing will start. So, faith, here, listen to me. So, you've been given a measure of faith. Do you want more? Well, here it is Romans 10, verse 17. It says, So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by what the word of God so your faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God so you can increase your faith by reading and hearing the word of God that's what it says so your faith is not dependent upon your faith it's dependent upon the word and how much the word gets into you because you know we can take good and we can take bad through hearing and seeing. So if you read the word and you hear the word, because I'm out there, I'm out there pounding as I'm walking the dog first thing in the morning. I'm screaming, Lord, this is your word. This is your very word. And therefore, Lord, it is healing me. It's healing me. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So do you want to hear the word of God? This has been my prayer for months. This hasn't just been my prayer, this is becoming me. It says in Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22, it says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. It will be life to those that find it, and health to all their flesh. All. Not just a little bit. So when I'm praying this, I'm not just praying it on my knee, I'm praying it from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. Because it's healing to all of my flesh. 
So incline your ear to my sayings. Pay attention to my words. For in them, it's the word. It's the word of God. It's the living word. It's that very thing that says, in your word, I'm healed. See? It's, it completely does away with your, your faith. Because it's not about your faith. It's your faith in the word. It's entirely different. Do you see this? This should be liberating you now. Because it's not dependent upon your measure of faith. It's dependent on your belief in the word. But look, I want to break this down. I really, because this is God's medicine. Because when it says health to all their flesh, do you know what that health is? In the, in the original Hebrew, I looked it up. It means medicine. It means medicine. The word of God is your medicine. It's your medicine. I don't care whether you go to a psychiatrist or you go to a doctor. You can go to the word of God and get healed when you start taking it three times a day. That's our healing. We take it three times a day. Why? Because it will be health to all my flesh. If I haven't got any cartilage, I can pray to the one that can give me new cartilage. Because his word can penetrate. It's health. And it says, it's life to all those that find them. What's the them? Them. It's the word of God. It will bring life to you. If you find this and get it into you, it will be life to you. Life to those that find it. It is the word of God. When you find this and get it saturated into you, you can work it out. You know, I'm not limping, am I? There's not one part of me that's limping. Why? Because I'm under, I'm under the anointing of God. Because his word has been preached. His word is, my son, here it goes, pay attention to my words. My words. And that is medicine. Pay attention to my words because it's your medicine. And we apply this to our, our body. And guess what? When we apply it to our bodies, there's no room for, for disease. There's no room for sickness. There's no room for infirmity. There is no... If you need a new leg, God can give you a new leg. If you need a new mind, God can give you a new mind. There is nothing impossible for him. When we apply this into our bodies, I don't care what you are suffering with, God can lift it off you like that when you apply this. And do you know what? Taking the medicine, if you take one tablet, it isn't going to make you better, is it? You've got to complete. It says, please complete the course of this treatment. So will you go on a little journey with me and let's complete the course of our treatment by applying the word three times a day. So every time you have a meal or every time you have a cup of tea, I'm going to give you some real strategy to have breakthrough in your life. Because you see, I want to be free from this thing called the common cold. There should be nothing common about it. It should be alien to this body. It should be alien. There's nothing common about it. So why don't we accept it? We don't have to. We don't have to accept it. We don't have, I haven't had flu. I've had no cold. When all of my house was full of flu and full of cold after the conference, guess what? I sat there and I said, I'm not having any of this. It's not coming on my body. I'm going to be free from this because there's nothing. And I started anointing my body through, through the word. And I didn't get anything. Everybody else, Mark got it, Heidi got it, everybody else was getting it apart from me. Thank God, because I'm applying the word of God into my life. I'm taking it as medicine. So if we can be cold-free, we can be flu-free. If we can be flu-free, we can be sickness-free. If we can be sickness-free, we can be cancer-free. It works. There's nothing different from, from being healed by a cold and healed of cancer. So why do we elevate cancer? I'll tell you why. Because we have fear. So does flu. Flu killed, killed more people after the First World War than anyone was killed in the, on the battlefront. <laughs> 20 million people were killed by the common flu in 1920. We elevate sickness. We see it in this sort of like pecking order. Oh, it's only a cold. No, it's not only a cold. It's a cold. It's something that's come into your body that shouldn't be there. Therefore, it says, you know, I am free. 
That's what the word says. I'm free. John 8, verse 36. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Who makes you free? The Son. He is the word. He is the living word. So we take him three times a day, we'll be free. Free of all of us. Nothing can touch our bodies. 1 Peter 2, verse 24. Who himself, I, can, I can pull out hundreds of scriptures. For himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That's what we've been celebrating today. It's not the body that was put on the tree that took the curses and all our pain and suffering. It's the resurrected body that we take. That's healing. There is no sin in it. That's why we take communion. This is why Paul said, some of you are sick because you're coming to the table thinking that you're taking the bread, which is the, the body that was put on the cross, that took all our pain, that took all our diseases, took all of our sin. No, this is the resurrected body, and the resurrected body has life. Life in it. For he himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, and by whose stripes we are healed. Not maybe, we are. We are healed. He has given us everything that we need to be healed. We were healed. We were healed. You know, I mean, there's, there's different translations in Isaiah 53. It says we are healed. We were. That's, that's in 1 Peter. In, in Isaiah 53, it's we are. We are healed. It's all past. We were healed. We are healed. So it's all past. It's all done. It doesn't say maybe. It says we are it's done. It's, 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 a finished, it's a finished things. Just believe that the word is setting you free now. Just believe it. Just I dare you to believe that this word is now setting you free from whatever you've got, whatever disability you've got, that this word is now setting you free because it's life to those that find them. And all you've got to do is just believe that God, through his word, is healing you. And it's more than just reading the Bible. It's more than just reading the word because we've got to actually believe that this word is going to be activated in us. Because there are instructions in this, uh, in this passage of uh, Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. One, attend to my words. Two, incline your ear to my sayings. Three, let them not depart from your eyes. Four, keep them in the midst of your heart. So there's four instructions there. And I want to I wanna start going through some of these instructions. Give attention to my words. What's required of us? Our undivided attention. So when you sit down and you meditate on this, give these words your undivided attention. Don't have any radio on, don't have any television on, don't just skip through it. Sit down and just say, Lord, I'm giving attention to your words right now. You've got my undivided attention. I'm, I, I am just doing this right now. Lord, I want to have this word saturating me. I want this word to become alive in me. I want this word to become alive in them. Lord, this is what I'm on. So we need to listen to God if he is talking and listen to his instructions. If somebody's talking to you, if I go to Richard and I start having a conversation and I'm doing this when I'm having a conversation, what's he going to think? I'm not listening. And that's how we come to God. We're so busy doing stuff instead of just being in his presence and giving him his undivided attention. Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. So when it's just me and the dog out in the hills walking, uh, he's, I've got his attention because my whole focus is on him. So I go to some very secluded places because I like to shout. I like to to really battle, because it's war. It's war. You don't go, when you go in a war, uh, uh, you go screaming. You fight, don't you? You make it loud. You're in war. This is warfare. And it's warfare over your body. Isn't it worth fighting for? Yes, it is worth 
fighting for. So give him your attention. My son, pay attention to my words. Moses told, uh, was told by God this, and this is a key to your, to, to your healing, is hearing the word of God, putting it into you, the word of God. It says in Exodus 15, verse 26, and said, if you diligently heed the voice of God, the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes. And I will put none of the diseases on which I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord God who heals you. There you go. Put that word into you. He's the Lord. He is the God that will heal us. And he has put none of these diseases onto our bodies. That's what the word says. I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. He lives in me. So I can't accept any disease, any illness on my body. I can't accept it. So I am going to believe that God is who he says he is. He's the one that heals me. It's not dependent upon man. Yes, there are men and there are women, and I've studied them, that have got a supernatural power that has been given to them of the office of healing. Yeah, that's what the word says. Just, just have, have a look at what Corinthians says. That you can ask God, Lord, give me the working of special miracles. You know, the working of healings. Now that healing, you might, have, you might pray a thousand times for somebody to see and not have any success. But you can pray a thousand times for people with cancer and see the cancer because God has given you that anointing for that disease. So have you ever inquired of the Lord, Lord, what have you given me authority for? We're moving into this time. We're moving into it. So this is why I want the word in you. In you. If you listen. And do you know that word, if you pay attention to my words, if you incline your ear to my sayings. That, that, that word says here, it says, in the Hebrew it says, if you listen, listeningly. So listen, but it, listen, listeningly. He got your undivided attention. Because we've got two ears. And we've got two eyes. So when you come to the Lord in this, give him both your ears and both your eyes. Lord, anoint my eyes so I may see you. Lord, anoint my eyes so your word becomes alive in me as I read it. Lord, anoint my ears as I, you know, as I say these words. Lord, you know, let them become alive in me. Let them become. So attend to God and listen to him. Give him your undivided attention. For faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the word of God. So faith comes. Folks, it doesn't mean that when you start doing this, you're going to see automatic success. Hopefully you do. But it comes. It's an ongoing process. It comes. Faith comes comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God it's a process so when you start taking this medicine three times a day it's a process and it comes so I haven't been healed completely but I'm on my way I'm contending for it I'm fighting for it so it's not about your faith it's about having faith in the word Lord this is what your word says you're not a liar this is my prayer. Lord, you're not a liar. This is what your word says. So Lord, if I'm paying attention to it, if I'm listening to it, if I'm giving it my undivided attention, Lord, this is your word. It should be healing me now. This is your word. You're not a liar. Why would you give this to me and then not give it? You know, if you, do you see what I mean? Here you go, but I'm not going to give it to you. Here you go. I'm not going to... No, no, no. There you go. No, he wants us to... He wants to give it to us. He wants to apply it in our bodies. Yeah, when we, we had a bad report, not a few, you know, a few years ago. Terrible report. And I can't say too much, but we had a terrible report. It was a death sentence. But you know what? Heidi and I refused to accept it. We refused to accept it. Refuse it. And we've got doctors, like Ian, Dr. Ian, he's a consultant, and he says, it's a lie. It's a lie. You know, and he's a consultant. He knows about sick people. He has seen sick people 
not recover and die. But we don't have to have that. We can have complete and utter healing. So if we attend to the word, it produces what? Hearing. And hearing produces faith. And faith produces healing. Very, very simple. God's not complicated. He keeps it really, really simple. So the next instruction is, incline your ear to my sayings. What is that word incline? Can I show you? It means bow. Humble yourselves. Humble yourselves before the Lord. Because you can't do it. He can. You might have complete success, but you've still got to humble yourself. You've got to literally, it's not about you. You can't heal a headache. But he does. So I want to bow myself. Lord, you are who you say you are. Lord, you are the teacher and I am the student. Lord, show me your way so I may know you. Lord, do... And, and you know, it's literally bowing down to him. I'm just, I'm, I'm just mimicking out what I do in my prayer life every day. This is my prayer. And I give thanks. I thank you, Father. I thank you because you give all good things. And I thank you for your word, Father. And I thank you that through your word my knee has been healed and every part of my body has been saturated by your light. And if there's light in me, there can be not any darkness. I thank you, Father, that my family have got complete health in them. I thank you, Father, that they can see, they can hear, uh, that we can run and we can not, you know. This is my prayer. This is how I pray. I thank him. Because faith comes from what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Brilliant. Do you hear that? The word healing is? Heal and obey. Heal, listen and obey. That's incredible. Can I make that note down? Hear, listen and obey. So I think these are instructions that God's putting on us. But our attitude must be one of total humility. You know, total humility. And we've got to be teachable. We've got to be teachable. You know, I know that when I've spoken to people you know, about some of their gifts, and I say, well, hang on a sec, you know, it's not about you. And I suddenly, when they go, well, it is. You know, I'm doing it. I can see, oh, right, okay, you're puffing yourself up. You're not teachable. Can I just give you some direction in this? No, you know, who are you to give me direction? This is how we come to God. I want to humble myself. I'm on my knees before him. Lord, I bow myself before your presence. I bow myself. You see, I was taught in my early walk with, uh, as a Christian, I was taught in this word sensationalism. I hope I pronounced it right. Sensationalism basically means that all this stuff of the Holy Spirit ended with the disciples. That's a lie. That is a complete lie from Satan. And I went through many years believing this. I will challenge anybody who uses that to show me in the Bible where it says that. I'll challenge them. Because I can give you a few scriptures that says the opposite. Because I'll give you one here. Here's one for free. Right, here you go. You ready? God was the same yesterday, today, and forever. End of story. Sorry? God was the same yesterday, today, and forever. So in other words, what he did yesterday, he can do today. And what he does today, he can do tomorrow. So if he can heal yesterday, he can heal today. If he heals today, he can heal tomorrow. End of story. So all of this rubbish, these lies, these doctrine of demons that have got into the church and have completely crippled them. I remember standing in church, we weren't allowed to raise our hands. You know, if we did this, some, an elder came up to us and said, can you put your hands down? I mean, I'd like to now say, just bend over a minute. <laughs> I'm just going to line this one up. As if... Absolutely. It comes, into, it comes into good effect. But you know, but this is how some people believe. They esteem the word, which is great. They, I, I thank God for that church, for putting the word of God into me but there was no spirit. Here, here, here's something. If it's just the word, you dry up. If it's just the spirit, you blow up. If it's the both together, you grow up. You can have that one for free. 
That's Holy Spirit stuff. Because that hasn't come from me. That's not even in my notes. You see, I found all these promises in the Bible that has my health, my healing, my strength, long life, prosperity, not the prosperity gospel, but prosperity. It means, you know, gaining more and more of him. An abundance, I, have a, I am depending on him for renew, renewing my youth. I will run and not grow weary. I believe this. I believe that there's going to be a body of people that will literally run and not grow weary. We will be ministering for days and not smelling. We will be ministering for days and not getting weak. We will be ministering for days and not eating. I believe this. You know, and, and, and yet, because I'm not putting God in the box. We can't put God in the box. He won't get in it. <laughs> so why put him in one? Psalms 103, I love this. One of the verses, this is the one I sing out to the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who heals all my iniquities, and, guess what it says next, and heals all of my diseases. But listen, listen to what it says. Who redeems your life from destruction. Take your glasses off. That's destruction. We should have perfect vision. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. That's my Jesus. His loving kindness and his tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. There it is. <coughs> don't grow old. Not, don't accept it. You know, don't, don't, don't do it. I can't believe that we've got women here, and I won't call you out, but when, I, when, when my son says, how old are you? And they go, give him the age, he goes, wow. Wow. You know, my little Joshua. You know, yeah, I'm 57, going on 27. That's the way I view it. I'm 57 going on 27. Why? Because I'm taking his medicine. <gasps> Get rid of these wrinkles. I don't need any Botox. I need the word. I inject the, the word of God into my lips or my whatever, my wrinkles. I'm just going to inject him. Isn't that far simpler? It's a lot, lot cheaper. So let's not grow old. Yes? Can we say that today? Well, I'm not going to grow old because it says in your word so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. I'm not going to grow old. Listen, I'm, I'm growing old disgracefully because that's what the word says. I'm not going to accept it. See, I started reading all about the greats with healing ministries and I started reading and reading and reading. Guess what? I started reading I started believing that I could do it. I could do it. And that's when I started taking people out to Africa and to Nepal. And, and I, I, I've raised people from the dead. But it's not me. It's him in me. It's him, him in me. But I dare to first believe that it's in him in me that is what? Healing. It's him. You, you can... I can't, I can't even begin to tell you some of the emails that we get of people in absolute desperation. Absolute desperation. And they accept so much onto their bodies that they shouldn't have. Right, this is what God's given me. No, it's not. That's a lie. It's a lie. Give me your ear. This is what the Lord is saying. Give me your ear. Give up what you think and believe. Give up your prejudices. Bend that stiff neck of yours and let me show you how good I am. How wonderful is my provision for you. That's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to show himself because I am God. I am the Almighty. I am the gracious one to you. I am your healer. I am the faithful one. I am the good one. I am the one that loves you. And I am love. Receive my healing. Don't argue with me. This is what God is having to say. Don't argue with me. Don't ask me back because I'm going to tell you who you can be. That I can do. I am the God that does the impossible for you. I'm the one that, that will, will transform your life. And that you will run a not grow weary. That you will have the renewing of your youth. There is a body of people that don't wait to have to go to heaven to have their resurrected bodies now. Do you know, I've been in heaven. I've seen people, not, I haven't seen one old person. Not one old person. 
and they all look about 34. They, honestly, they do. They all look, they've got full heads of hair. You know, we had Patrick living with us, and he didn't have many hairs on his head, but I bet he has now, and not one of them is grey. Because folks, but we don't have to do that because we're his special ones. We've been born for this time. So we can have it now. Don't you want it now? Don't you want it now? Because what God wants us to do is he says, let me teach you about my goodness. Isn't that beautiful? Let me teach you about my goodness. Because I'm a good God. I'm a faithful God. I'm a loving God. I'm a God that has joy for you. I'm a God that will give you peace, that will, that will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. I'm the God you know, that can give you patience when you most need it. I'm the God that can do the impossible. So our response should be, God, you are the teacher and I am the pupil. Teach me your ways so I may know you. Teach me your ways that I would bow my ear to know your will and to listen to you only. How many people have had destructive words put on them, on you? How many people here have had real destructive words that you're never good enough, you're, you're thick, you're, 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 you're just lazy? I've had this put on me all my life. You're thick and you'll never amount to much. You, you, you're going to be good just for doing this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's a lie. That's a lie. And how many of those lies have we believed? Listen, I, 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 in, in my day, I'm listening to it on the radio, you know, stories of people who have Asperger's and who have dyslexia and stuff like this and have been struggling all their lives. But we don't have to struggle because he's a loving God. He's a kind God. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. So all these churches teaching that healing is in the past, there is no biblical belief in that. There's nothing from the word that says that. So don't accept it. Number three, don't let them depart from your eyes. Can you see what's happening? There's a gateway. There's a gateway. There's a gate of our ears and our eyes. That is the gateway to good and evil. That's the gateway. So the key word is focus. Focus on them, the words, the living words. Focus on his words and his saying with your eyes and your ears because it's the gateway to what? Your heart. So if you focus on it with both eyes and both ears, this is your word, Lord. This is what you are saying. This is what I am hearing. That, Lord, it says that you will give me healing for all of my flesh. Every part of my flesh that you give healing. But if we have bad vision, we can't see very well, can we? If we have good vision, we see a lot. If we have bad hearing, we can't hear a lot. But if we have good hearing, we can hear everything. So folks, it's the same in the spiritual realm. It's exactly the same in the spiritual realm. If your eyes are not believing that you can see in the spirit realm, it will never happen to you. If your ears are saying, I can never hear God, well, you'll never hear him. Start believing that God wants you to see into that realm. Start believing that God wants to, you to hear in that realm. Start believing it. Just start believing that God wants to speak to you and to me. Spend the time with him. Sat down. Give him your undivided attention and focus on him. You see, many, many Christians have failed to focus on him. Failed. But don't let that be you. Give him your undivided attention. Humble yourselves. I am the pupil, Lord. You are my teacher. I humble myself before your word. Let your word now start coming. Lord, and I thank you that the mist of the spirit realm of my eyes has been taken off, just as it is in the physical. I, I'm hardly using my glasses. I brought these up because I sometimes get blurred vision. Well, guess what? Isn't it funny? That when you go to the optician, they always say your eyesight's getting worse. Have you, ever th have you ever thought about that? Why? Because they make money out of you. <laughs> let's, let's call a spade a spade. They, they, they make money out of you. 
You know, I spent maybe 150 quid on a couple of pairs of glasses. You know, and, the, and these are basic, you know. <laughs> they don't do anything. But I, I, I'm not wearing them. I'm not wearing them. Luke 11, verse 34 says, The lamp of the body is the eye. Do not let it depart from your eyes. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body is also full of darkness. Therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. See, because what we take in with the eyes affects us. Completely affects us. Good and bad. So where's the sickness coming from? Where's the infirmity coming from? Is it light or dark? Darkness. It's coming from Satan. It's from darkness. But we're full of him. We should be full of light. I don't have to have this on my body. I don't have to have it. So don't accept it. Do not accept it. Malachi says, But to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. I could pull out hundreds of verses about healing. But I'm just pulling out a few just to help you. Because if you have the Son, you have Him. Don't you? You've got Him. So therefore we're full of light. We shouldn't have anything wrong with our bodies. And we've got to be taking this three times a day. Every day. Keep it simple. Because I love this. In 1 Corinthians 1, verse 25, it says, Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So here it is, the most foolish thing that God has ever done. That's what the man says. The most foolish thing that you can ever do is believe in the cross. That's foolish. That's crazy. But you know, I love it. I love it. For in the, in the eyes of men, the cross is such foolishness. Such foolishness. But to God, out of the weakness of the cross comes the almightiness of God. Out of the foolishness of the cross becomes the unsearchable wisdom of God. So that we have to turn to ourselves, to something that is so weak and so foolish in the sight of men to receive God's wisdom and God's strength. So when you became a Christian, in the eyes of men they see it as foolishness. But in the eyes of God, you've just received his wisdom. You've just received his power through what you believed on the cross. That's incredible, isn't it? Do you want me to read that to you again? That's definitely God. That's not me. Out of the weakness of the cross comes the almightiness of God. Out of the foolishness of the cross comes the unsearchable wisdom of God so that we have to turn ourselves into something that is so weak and foolish in the sight of men to receive God's wisdom and God's strength. That's incredible. Incredible. So we have to humble ourselves to God's mercy and his grace in order to enter into the truths of his cross and the benefits of it, who heals all of our body and forgives us all of our sins. Has he forgiven part of your sins or all of your sins? All of our sins. So if we don't forget the benefits of the cross that forgives us our iniquities and heals all, all of our diseases. He never does something incomplete. Does this, is this helping you? Is this, because I'm telling you, this, this is, you see, we can remain wise to the world and remain sick. Or we could do something foolish in the eyes of the world and get healed. It's as simple as that. I choose to do the foolishness things of God and get my healing. Do not let the depart from your eyes. Application of this is single and a simple eye that reads the word and starts believing it and starts saying and believing what it means. It's on the tin. It's really simple. Believe and you're healed. Put the word of God into you three times a day, you're healed. You're healed. Keep it in the midst of your heart. You see, to go to the heart 
You have to go through your ears and you have to go through your eyes. But in the midst of your heart is what? The wellspring of life. That's what it says. In, in, in your heart is, is whether you live or die. It, it's, it's there. If we get it into our hearts, you know, our physical and our spiritual hearts, it's healing. It's health. I'm talking about our physical heart. We get this into our hearts. Our hearts will work and continue to work and bring healing to our bodies. But when we start seeing it and hearing it first, it becomes the wellspring of life because it's life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. So in other words, it says, out of the heart are the issues of life. But to get to the heart, we have to go through the eyes. And to get to the heart, we have to go through the ears. So start reading and start believing. And start hearing the word of God and it will heal you. It will heal you. Start putting in Proverbs 4, verse 20, 22. Start putting it onto your body. Start saying, Lord, I will pay attention to your word. I will incline my ear to your sayings. I will not let it depart from my eyes. But Lord, I will keep it in the midst of my heart. Because your word says it will give me life and it will heal all of my flesh. Not part of my flesh, but all of my flesh. So are you ill? Absolutely. Here's the one. The word of God. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Put this into you. Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful. There you go. The word of God is living and powerful. So you may not be able to pray for somebody who is sick, but you can pray to somebody who can do something about their sickness or illness. Do you see, you know, and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. <gasps> I read that and I'm thinking, that's my joint. Lord, your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And Lord, it can penetrate into my joints and my very marrow. Because I can't find it. But in the word, it says somewhere in the Old Testament, I think it's Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes where it says that from the marrow of our bone is health to all of our body. Yep, yep, absolutely. It is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So if you don't believe it, it will never happen to you. Unless there is a, an incredible move of God, it will, never he, it will never happen to you. But when you're praying for somebody, like in the healing rooms, when you're praying for somebody, start praying the words of God on them. Start, don't pray your prayer. Lord, it says in your word that this person, blah, blah, you know, start praying the word of God over them. Lord, you don't do anything incomplete, and by your word we are healed. Lord, it says that you we put on, forget not your benefits. Lord, it says that you will heal all of our diseases. You'll heal. It's on him. It's not on you, it's on him. It's on his word, and it's his word that will set them free. See, God's word penetrates where nothing else can penetrate. Yes, a surgeon can cut open this knee and penetrate into that and give me a new knee or whatever they do. I haven't got a clue what they do. And I'm not decrying that at all. But I'd rather the very word of God penetrates into that very issue and heals me. Look, I've got all my muscle wasting away on my leg. I've never, I mean, that one's all right. But all the muscles wasted away. That ain't good. I'm, I'm, uh, I've run marathons. I've done triathlons. I've played rugby. I've, I've never been this. Just, just, yeah, just bear with me. Just bear with me, Yusef. Just bear with me. But you know what? I can either accept this and say this is how it is, or I can say no, I'm not accepting it. I'm not accepting this. So that's you've just yeah. To, to say that. I'm not accepting it. Yeah, but Yusuf, I mean, I, I am. You know, I am accepting it. I am not accepting this. I'm accepting this. I'm accepting the word of God. 
I am accepting everything that he does, everything that he promises me. I'm accepting that. So I want you to now accept that the word of God will penetrate into you and do what it says. It will heal all your flesh. All of your flesh. Because he is the one that heals. It's the word of God that heals. Now listen, if you've got somebody or you know somebody that isn't of sound mind, pray over them. Pray over them whilst they're asleep. Pray over their pillow that the word of God will penetrate from the pillow into them. You know, it's called transference. If we can have transference into the, from the bad, we can have transference from the good. That's why Paul says, give me your, handkerch- give me your handkerchiefs. Put them under, you know. But I, I, I'm starting to pray over my pillow. Every night. Lord, you says that you can come and speak to me in the middle of the night when I'm asleep. And I want to hear you. And I want to start believing it. So here it is, folks. Will you, will you start doing this with me? Will we, can we do it together as a church? Because otherwise, I'm going to burn that. I, I'm just going to pick up this side. I'm, expect a miracle. Because, folks, we either believe it or we don't. And if we're not expecting a miracle today, then I'm going to burn this because we don't believe in it. So we can't have it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm serious. But let's contend for miracles. Because he is the God of miracles. He is my Jehovah Rapha. My healer. He is my healer. He's my deliverer. He's the one that will set me free. He's the one that can do everything for me. But I'm going to expect a miracle today. I'm going to expect a miracle in your life today. I'm going to expect, you know, I know Caroline has had cancer. But no more. Lord, restore back. That's my prayer. Restore back. Restore back, Lord. What the devil has stolen and what the surgeon has taken out, Lord, I want you to restore back living. I'm, I'm expecting that. Folks, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting Barry's ears to just suddenly pop open. I'm expecting this. I'm expecting Cass sugar diabetes or whatever. Sugar diabetes? Sorry, Anne's. You know, I'm not, not, no, I'm, I'll break that off in Jesus' name. But I, I'm, I'm expecting the next time she goes to the doctor in a month's time because she's been taking God's medicine into her body. Yes. We should be able to eat whatever we want to eat. It says, it says in my word, it says in my word that we have to pray over our food and he will bless us. So why, we, why you know, as long, long as, as long as we're not stuffing in all the hamburgers and we're eating sensibly, you know, I've given up carbs because I want to lose this, because I want to do my bit. But I go to the gym, I, I do, I, I'm working out. I, I'm not running, but I'm doing slight squats because I'm believing. I'm believing that God can do it. So can we start believing it? Stand up. Because I want you to repeat this prayer. And I asked, Lord, will you give me a prayer? And guess what came? Guess what happened? I started listening and I heard Derek Prince and he prayed this prayer. So I thought, guess what? I'm going to pray that prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer. Because I want you to now start believing that what the word says it will do. That you can have complete healing. Complete wholeness. My son... Pay attention to my words. Repeat that. Or my daughter. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Because it will be life when I find it. And it will heal all my flesh. So, Father, I thank you for your word that heals all my flesh. I pray that this word will now enter into my body and heal all my flesh. I thank you for your word that brings faith and brings healing and brings deliverance and brings peace and joy into my life. I thank you, Father, that I will run and not grow weary, that you will lift me up on the wings of an eagle, 
and heal all my diseases. And I thank you, Father, that I am on the road to recovery. And I will let this word now do what it says and heal all my flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to pray over you. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you what you're doing for us today. I thank you, Lord, that this word will penetrate where, this, where people can't, but your spirit can. I thank you for this word, Lord, that will set us free. will set us free of all colds or flu, of every disease or infirmity. I thank you, Father, that you are now healing us. I thank you, Father, that we are now not growing old, that we are getting younger, that we are getting younger. That's what your word says, that you're renewing my youth. So I thank you, Father, that I don't have to accept getting old, that I can get younger in your sight. I thank you, Father, for all of these things. I thank you that you are healing us as a church today, that this is the road to our recovery, and I thank you for it, Jesus. So, Father, I pray now, by your power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to penetrate into our souls and our spirits. Lord, penetrate in with your word and heal all of our diseases that has already started in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I want you now to have the liberty to walk up to somebody and say, are you taking your medicine? You are going to be accountable to each and every one of us. Are you taking God's medicine? Are you inclining your ear to the word? Are you not letting it depart from your eyes? Are you doing all of these things? Are you going to take it? Because I'm telling you, Barbara, your bones will get stronger. Your bones will be stronger. You will run and not grow weary. Isn't that great? That's the promises of God. Haven't we got a good God? Have we got a good God? We've got a great God. So let's start thanking him. Just start thanking him for your life and your body. Start thanking him for everything that he's going to be doing over these next months. Thank you, Jesus. Read Ephesians 3, verse 20. Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. I was about to reach for my glasses, and I'm thinking, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not having that. <laughs> Ephesians 3. Okay. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So Father, I thank you. That's what your word says, Lord. This is what you are saying to us today, that you are doing more abundantly. You are doing beyond anything that we can ever ask or think. And I thank you, Father, for this word, that according to your power, that is your word in us that you are able to do much more. Thank you, Jesus, for this word. Roman, that's one of my favorites. Romans 8, 11. Romans 8, 11. I love Romans 8. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So, Father, I thank you for your word that says that by the power of your spirit that lives in us will give us abundantly, abundantly more to our mortal bodies through you, Holy Spirit, that lives in us. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us lives in and us and I thank you for this word I thank you for those that are led by the Spirit of God are called sons of God so I thank you Lord Holy Spirit that you are leading us today leading us into all truth and the truth will set us free thank you Jesus thank you Jesus folks the word has done it the, the living word of God has done it all. And he's done it to you today. And he's doing it to me today. God just healed me in my back as I was standing at the back. Thank you, Lord. And the back was, 
hurting because I've been gardening and doing lots yeah. of lifting. And I was standing mm. there and it's totally, it just went. Yeah. So, Father, I thank so, yeah. you. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for this back. Yeah. That is, Lord, I just pray that, that, that Sheila would do more gardening and get yes. no backache. <laughs> that, Lord, that yeah. you are healing and restoring. Yeah. And, Lord, you don't restore partial you restore fully. Yeah. So I thank you, Lord, that yeah. you're giving Sheila now power in this back and throughout every part Stronger. of her, yeah. her back, her body, her marrow, every part of her. And I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that, Jesus. Anybody else been healed? Yeah, lie down. Yeah, Lord, yeah, that's, that's asthma. Asthma or hay fever. Let's rebuke it. So, Father, I rebuke anybody here with asthma or a hay fever. Lord, I pray now, Lord, yeah, I just pray, Lord, that your word says that we don't have, have to have anything on our bodies. So I rebuke now anything to do with asthma or breathing or respiratory problems. Sleep happiness. I rebuke it now on you. Do not accept it. Lord, that you are setting Richard free from that. That's what your word says, Lord. Lord, we want to go out into your kingdom, into your world, and not be infected with our eyes or our noses. So I thank you, Father. You're going to set us free of asthma. You are setting us free. You are setting us free that you are setting us free of all of these things. Just put your hands on your eyes if you have to wear glasses. Father, I thank you that your word says that as we read it, Lord, it will go into our hearts. As we hear it, it will sink in further to us. But Lord, I pray now for 2020 vision on our eyes and perfect hearing on our ears in Jesus' name. Perfect hearing so that we can see into the spirit realm and we can hear what you're saying. I can only do what I see the Father doing. But Lord, we want to see it. So I pray, Lord, that, that not one of us over these next months has to wear glasses. And we pray that onto your mother right now, Caroline. Perfect, perfect vision. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Isn't God good? Right. Not one sick. Not one sick. Let's contend. Let's push into this. And folks, you know the devil will come along. Do you know what he will do? He will heighten up the symptoms. He will make you, that word doesn't affect, that, that word wasn't for me. That's what he does. You know, when, I, when I'm struggling with my knee, I'm saying, that's you, Satan. I rebuke it now. I rebuke every curse that's been spoken. But Lord, I turn it around. Give me blessing. I thank you, Father, that it's you that heals. And it's not by sight that I'm going. It's not by feelings I'm going to go. It's by your word I'm going to go. Isn't that right? Yes. Come on then, folks. Let's do it. Like, let's do it. Do it. And believe. Start believing. Not one sick. Not one sick in this place. This is a house of miracles. Expect your miracle now to break out. I want people to get younger, not older. Let's celebrate our youth. As we have birthdays. Yes, Dad. Come on, bro. Let's do it. Anyway, God bless you. Let's go for it.